Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And I'm and this is Days of Future Cast. And I'm sick. So I'm a little off. Yep. <laughs> My voice is a little weird. I'm gonna be snarfling into the mic. I'm gonna try to remove all that stuff. Apologies in advance. Uh, also, apologies if you're listening to this on the Patreon feed. You get to hear me say that four times within the course of two hours. <laughs> How are you, Gary? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I, uh, I'm also uh, wrestling some stuff off, but not as bad. Yesterday, I was recording with Cole, and it got even when we were not recording, Cole got to the point where he was like, will you mute when you do those those noise noises? <laughs> like, and I was like, yeah. Because you, you know how you when you do the... <clears throat> Like oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah 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 uh-huh. and, and you're trying to get traction like there's something back there and you want your throat to grab it yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're working hard uh, i was having a real hard time grabbing it uh, you're you, you want you want your muscles you got to like exercise those muscles to get all that stuff out of your sinus tubes and just you know into a place where you could oh god this is so disgusting let's move on <laughs> this it's is really gr- gross it's super gross the human body i'm going to be trying to uh edit all of my noises out so the only gary will have to hear them <laughs> which is yeah. you know, good um, play some little jingle we're we're back with some AVX. Uh, we have a, a series of four mm-hmm. issues we're going to do in this session that uh, makes me think that I'm losing my goddamn mind because <laughs> uh, hope b- b- bounces all over the place. Uh, it nothing makes sense about where hope is, and then there's and some other stuff happens. So uh, bear with us. But, we're going to try to do these in like the order, the best order we can. We're based on the guides that we have available to us. Yeah, and and it's going to be it. So. To, to preview it, in this episode, Hope is with the Avengers. In the next episode, Hope gets taken by the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> uh, but I think that she she just hands him over. That's the piece that we're missing. Yes. Yeah. Is, is Scarlet Witch handing over Hope. This is also one of those great moments in covers lying when Spider-Man is flying through the air and Hope is firing two guns at once. Yeah. Uh, in this issue that features scrying pool, scrying pool, <laughs> scrying pool. Our, our favorite if you character. You like the scrying pool. It's back, baby. <laughs> finally, finally. The scrying pool has its own series on Disney Plus coming to you this fall. Yeah. Dennis um, loves this fucking scrying pool. I will say that this, so this is New Avengers 28, uh, or excuse me, 27. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a lot Avengers. Of, there's a lot of 27s and 28s in the series, so I get them confused. Uh, I will say that this is not as bad as I was expecting from previous issues of this of this crossover comic. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is actually kind of good, yeah. uh, even though we do go to the city of Kunlun or whatever uh, a couple of times. Um, this is still okay. This is the best of the the Kunlun stuff. Uh, the biggest criticism I have with it is nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In it, like it's over before you know it, and it's just people talking. Um. You know, uh, but it, it's the best issue with that. And I also think this is the best uh, Mike Diodato art mm-hmm. we're, we're getting from this guy. Like we, this, this guy has not been great a couple times in the past. I think he's generally pretty doing pretty good in the, in this issue. There's a couple of frames. So there's a couple of panels and we'll get to them where the, uh, th- like the, when the two, the Phoenix and the dragon are fighting. I was like, what, the, what does, where, how, but for the most yeah. part, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna get get into this. Uh, we're gonna start off in the past where Leonardo da Vinci is hanging out. At the mm-hmm. It's still not over how weird that for, is. I had forgotten that I actually uh, read a comic that was about Leonardo da Vinci in the Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, near the end of my comics run, about him like experiencing the secret history of the world or something, and I remember it not being very good. But it was this da Vinci, like this blonde bearded like kind of steampunk you know shoulders da vinci 
So this is this is the Marvel Da Vinci, but I don't did, remember anything about that comic. Did he get drunk a lot? Because that, that feels like a Warren Ellis vehicle, if I've ever heard of one, of Leonardo Da Vinci being angry and drunk throughout history of the Marvel Universe. I'm, it, he, I think that he may have gotten drunk, but it definitely wasn't Warren Ellis. Okay. I want to say it was a Jonathan Hickman or a Matt Fraction comic. Oh, okay. Well, I do not remember which one. Interest Pete. Um, even though yeah. actually, we'll never re- like, there's so much stuff to read. I'm never going to go to the Leonardo Di- DiCaprio, no, Leonardo <laughs> Da Vinci section I, of MC of the Marvel Unlimited. But- I love Marvel, but mostly for the Da Vinci content. <laughs> you know, who's your favorite Marvel character? Oh, Leonardo Da Vinci. That one dude just holding out. Maybe they're going to put Da Vinci in the Eternals post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers featuring Da Vinci. Um, we start out with a flashback. Uh, this, this is real Bendis. It's a flashback of, with people talking as the Phoenix approaches, uh, the ancient hope and Da Vinci, uh, who is the iron fist with Cobra commander. Yes. Uh, there. And, uh, she's saying what happens now. And it's like, it depends on which prophecy it is. There are two of them. And one, you engage the Phoenix and we're good. Another one, you were corrupted by it. And it starts these little, like there's, you know, Oh, you said there are two paths. There's always two paths. It starts that little recurring thing. And she looks over at Da Vinci and is like, Hey, what do you think? And he's like, I'd, um, I'd, I'd listen to the GI Joe guy. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't yeah. really feel like I'm comfortable with saying what I should, what I, my opinion in this situation. You, along for the ride. Yeah. I was just here for the scrying pool, to be honest with you. Yes. Honestly, I heard about that thing. It's a little bit unimpressive. Uh, she then summons a dragon from her hands and we get too many pages of a gigantic glowing Phoenix and dragon fighting. Yes. That look cool as standalone art, but look horrible in terms of blocking or figuring out what the action is. Yeah, and this is specifically what I was talking about, uh, where I just I was looking at this like huge page with Da Vinci down in the corner, and just look like I could see that there's a dragon, and I can also see that the mm-hmm. phoenix is there, but how they are interacting with each other is very confusing. I'm sure it's supposed to be a little bit abstract, but it's also just kind of messy looking. So they're about to kiss, <laughs> about to smooch it up. Yeah. Uh, this through this gigantic symbolic fireworks show. This is how the Phoenix enters old hope. Yes. I uh, hear. And, and uh, she's speaking with a scary Phoenix voice now. And she changed costume because the Phoenix is nothing. If, she, if the Phoenix always has to have dope <laughs> threats. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Phoenix is always about uh, doing makeovers. Absolutely. Yeah. Get rid of those yeah. old robes. <laughs> Phoenix eye for the straight guy. I was just about to. Yeah. <laughs> was going there i was trying to think of something that rhymed with queer and i couldn't get there <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's difficult you know you start, especially saying that deals with it uh, sounds like a bird this, uh, this is also the page where we see some, that uh da vinci has like just a bunch of like gears and stuff wrapped around him which i hate i just want you to know that yeah <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like an embarrassing steampunk guy um we're doing stuff that we've been doing this whole thing like the where it's like what does the phoenix want I'm not, I don't understand it. It's a vessel, but I am in control. Am I in control? You know, just Phoenix prophecy nonsense here. Uh, the Phoenix has let her see all these different people from all these different worlds. Um, you know, and they're, they're like, what does it want? You know, and she can't answer, uh, this, you know, and he's like, well, if you're not, if you can't say what you want, are you going to stay? Are you going to leave? And she can't answer this. The Phoenix tries to take control and she's like, this world isn't ready. I have to leave. You know, and and she jets. I would like this a lot more. I think because um, I'm, I'm I'm generally down for Phoenix lore, but this stuff is just like just weird. 
it's like when I want to write something and I don't have anything to back it up whatsoever. Like this is season one of the Lost for Phoenix lore. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to imply a bunch of stuff and make it seem cool and not have anything to back it up. And they don't necessarily have to, but I just you can see through this so so readily that I I'm just like okay, get to the next page, get to the next page. Yeah, I I think Bendis is just shitty at it. Maybe that too. Like. Yeah. You know, because there's a, it reminds me, we just recorded about StarCraft 2 for Watch Out for Fireballs, and it reminds me of uh, Protoss shit, the way he writes about, you know, the way he writes Phoenix stuff. When other people are writing Phoenix lore, it's pretty cool. Like, I loved all the Grant Morrison Phoenix lore stuff. I like what's happening in the main series, you know, uh, but here it's just, it's, it just feels like wasting time. Like, exactly. this is real wheel spinning. Uh, and she um, she jets, and we go into uh, the city of Kunlun, where Hope is hanging out with the Iron Fist, uh, and Iron Fist is kind of relaying this entire story to her, um, and saying like, "That's this is all we know. This is it. This is this is the end of the book that I was given." Um, yep. I find it really funny that she calls him Mister Rand, even though that seems really like wildly <laughs> out of character for her. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. Hope up to this point hasn't really been like a, a a polite young young lady or anything. Like, I just you know she didn't call it like she didn't call Cyclops Mister Summers at any point. So like this dude gets Mister Rand is very funny to me. Well, it's like that happens, and then we switch into like light comedy mode. Yeah. You know, like all this stuff about how Hope talks too much. And like, uh, I miss my old, you know, apprentice who is quiet with, with the Cobra Commander Master. And it's, it's, the tone is real weird. I miss the old Hope uh, Summers. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 Uniform it's, of exactly. gold Hope Summers. <laughs> I miss your ancestor, you know. Uh, there's a whole thing, you know, she might end up becoming the Iron Fist instead of Dan Rand, uh, which is scary. There's a lot of her being like, why am I here? Why am I on Earth? Like, what is my purpose? Uh, kind of angsting and the answer to this is going to come with the scrying pool yep uh which makes this if you were getting this in monthly installments this would be the third or fourth consecutive new avengers issue that featured multi-page spreads of people sitting around a scrying pool just awful i would have lost my goddamn mind (laughs) i mean i am not i'm not a dude that asks for a refund on a regular basis uh but like Mm -mm. maybe taking this issue back and be like can i just like get some store credit (laughs) like i trade it for anything I'll take these pogs. Like, can I drop this issue? I no longer want to read New Avengers because Bendis is so stuck up his ass with like Kunlun scrying pool shit. Um, um, and also because like it's yeah. it's it's a it's two page spread and then it's a third page of them literally just trying to use it before it even starts to work. Um, yep. And the result of this is that they see the spider and figure out that oh we need to get Spider Man over here. <laughs> so funny uh it's just like oh he's he's who we need you know to to train this ends up being kind of like a marvel self-suck job kind of thing you know uh because it's it's all about spider-man worship which which bendis has like when they bring him here there's there's some shtick like spider-man doesn't know why he's here either you know and he's like hey everyone else is actually a teacher i'm not um you know and then they just leave them like hey get to it i guess you know the pool told you guys to hang out so hang out and everyone leaves and they just kind of stand around for a little bit. Um, it's I love very this. surreal. It's very weird because like, you know, Spider-Man, Peter Parker is legit. Like you could have just called me. Like, you could have just done yeah. this in New York. Like, I don't know. Why did you call me here? G.I. Joe person. He's like, I wonder if you're here to teach her yourself loathing. You're like, that's inappropriate, man. Come, we just met. It, it was also like a little, little gag thing. And I'm like, is, are there stakes or are there not? 
Yeah, exactly. Like, is Kunlun going to die from the Phoenix if uh, this doesn't work or not? Like, why is everyone acting like this is time to trot out, you know, shtick? Um, uh, and then it's it, pretty irritating. And then it goes into like Hope versus Peter Parker of, you know, she's just really irritated at this whole process that she's kind of taking it out on him. Uh, and then he goes into the, the well-tread territory of with great power comes great responsibility. And not for nothing, but like went my whole life in a future apocalypse world with cable trained by scott summers <laughs> resurrected mutants when nobody thought that that was possible like have like they kind of feel like she knows with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> like it's not it's not a super profound message and certain like marvel fans who become marvel writers of a certain age end up treating it as like i mean like i think it's a fine basis for a superhero yeah Right. Mm -hmm. Like it is a more complicated message than Superman's like, let's do good. You know, uh, it, it like goodness is nice. Things are nice. <laughs> like it, it is slightly more complicated than that, which I, I like. But the idea that this is going to be the key, her hearing these words is going to be the key of what makes her into a good Phoenix as opposed to a bad Phoenix, which I think is what this is implying. Yeah. Definitely seems uh, like it's that going is a bummer. And I feel like you're right that this is like, you know, Bendis is, is very obviously very obsessed with Spider-Man um, and writes Spider-Man really, really well. Like, I think that you can't really take that away yeah. from him. Um, but the idea that this like is like a one good phrase for every, like, everything, like, you know, the guy at Best Buy is, you know, I'm buying a TV and he's like, don't worry, with great power comes great responsibility. That's why you need this protection plan. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't think that those apply, but OK. I mean, thanks. <laughs> the power of four Ks. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, he's basically saying it, it, it's enough. Like you can use this like kind of mantra and it can completely define you, you know, as a thing. Uh, and it's, it just, it's really mixed messaging. The, so the, the, what they're trying to do here and then it ends with this little comedy beat with her being like, maybe I should get a costume, like a spider girl costume. Uh, where did you get yours? And that's a little comedy beat and it's annoying. The idea here is that like the actual X-Men who have the Phoenix have this great power now are not being responsible. Uh, not true. There, there, like there is a, like, I understand that they're, they're going to break bad and need to be stopped. Uh, one of the things I like about the next comic we're going to read the actual next mainline one is you get black Panther being like, they're not doing anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're, they're actually helping <laughs> things a lot. Like, why are you going to kill them? And B says it too. And I'm like, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, it, they're not acting irresponsibly. You know, they, they have this great power. They're not being shitty. Like this is, this is almost like, I, I have a feeling we're going to come away from this crossover and the me meaning of it is going to be real centrism. Mm -hmm. Like if you have this great power, the best thing to do with it is do nothing with it because incrementalism will save us. Uh, and that is a huge bummer. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it, it, it just by, and we'll probably talk about this more in the next episode, but just by like default, Captain America saying that the Phoenix five are bad for doing the things that they're doing implies that he thinks that everything else is going great. <laughs> like, yeah, it, and it's exactly. not, bro. It's not. <laughs> and I, when you have to think this is 2012 comic, right? Like mm -hmm. 2011, 2012, right in the middle of the Obama administration. Like this was a time where electoral politics and incrementalism had a lot more hope behind it, even though Obama had basically did nothing good for his first term, you know, and, and kind of hung out. He vibed for the next four years, but the, uh, you know, it, it, it comes from a place like a, a time and place that could feels more alien than like comics we read from the eighties. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, uh, 
and, and just to get back to this issue, like you, you mentioned it, but like the ending with the comedy beat just really drives home how just just fucking weird this comic book is in tone, just just wildly swinging back and forth from this is super serious and you know you could destroy the world if you don't choose correctly to you know can I get a spider girl costume is just like where where are you at <laughs> what are the stakes like you yeah. said earlier like where where what are we doing here with all of this so it, Bendis is struggling with it more than the other writers yeah mm-hmm. like other people are doing a pretty good job balancing that um some of the uh Wolverine and the X-Men stuff is a little too like that's a goofy comic and it sits weirdly in this crossover as well i think the jason aaron mm-hmm. stuff but the the mainline avengers vs x-men thing uh comic is handling it pretty well yeah and when we get to we're going to get to a like a, a red hulk highlight Udalali, and i think that <laughs> handles the tone pretty well as as well even though you know it's a red hulk highlight comic I think it handles the, the tone pretty well. <laughs> Can't wait to get into oh. Red Hulk's head. It's so exciting. I, I want to um, know what makes him tick. I got I to gotta find know? out what's going on in that red skull. Well, the oh, broken wait. birds, I can fix them. Do you think Red Hulk like, yeah. would take exception if you called him a red skull? Like, no, 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 that's not me. That's another guy. <laughs> Don't you know, you my ske- yeah. Hulk skeleton is white. <laughs> like Hulk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Hulk. No. Um, we are all white on the inside. Hulk, no. Hulk, stop. no. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, just leaves thank you everybody for listening uh we'll be back uh in a couple of days with avengers versus x-men 6 in the meantime if you want to mm-hmm. get ahead on these episodes you can go to patreon.com slash tv donate some money every month get access to the slack channel uh get all kinds of cool stuff exclusive podcast just just tons of shit i mean it's just it's crazy mm-hmm. how much stuff gary and cole put out nowadays um so go do that and if you can't do that, leave us some reviews. And if you can't do that, uh, tell your friends. And if you can't do that, then just yeah. download all of the episodes over and over and over and over again till you yeah. till you run and out if you of. Can't internet. do that. Make some friends. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna join ask. A, join a meetup. <laughs> yeah, go to a Days of Future Cast meetup. That won't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there's there might be one other person in your city. <laughs> um, statistically, there's probably a couple. But it'll be hard to meet. Yeah, I can I can look at the uh, stats real quick and figure out like what state is the most popular, just in case you guys want to try to get together. Because <laughs> I, I doubt it's Louisiana. <laughs> so, uh, but thanks for listening. Anyway, we'll be back soon.